So, welcome to podcast number three of The Escape Room. Uh, we're going to be talking about a, f- a variety of topics today, um, mostly ones I'm not interested in, and that's why I've decided to do the intro. I just want to get my voice in it nice and early. Um, but yeah, welcome back. We've had a pretty good response from the first two, so... Um, Absolutely unbelievable response. Yeah, certainly everybody We've that hit. I've spoken to has been very positive, and there will be a fan submission to go into the bin. So fantastic! Stay locked for that. Are we going to do guest uh, appearances as well? I mean, if if Maybe we can, can like, get guests on, sure. You know, start a draw I mean, and start making some money off this. The phrase "Don't mess with a winning formula" does bring to mind, but mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, you're gonna do? Joe Rogan well, hasn't. Well, had whenever I've seen us three together, I've never thought winning formula, but you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that's true. No, but now we're separated geographically. We haven't quite got the three-pronged attack that we would have in person. So it's kind of, I don't know, a bit more palatable for the listeners. Yeah. yeah sure. um, to be fair, Sam, you say don't mess with the winning formula, but Joe Rogan didn't get to 1,500 podcasts and like make a multi-million pound deal with Spotify uh, just by recording himself and Jamie. True. True. You got but you also you got didn't do it by recording once every three weeks. Valid, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, guilty. Sorry about that. Can, um, so, first things first. Hugo, I hear, I hear you bought a car. Yes. Do tell I us more. Did. Well, 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 there's quite a bit of backstory to this um, particular story, but effectively, um, I've decided to leave the country. Um, the UK is not what it once was. Um, Ring back the empire. um, Yeah, effectively, I've decided to move back in with my parents. I'm going on 23 years old, so um, yeah, that's going to happen in the next month. But um, my my two options for moving back was either um, take a flight to France, which would normally be an hour and 20 minutes, um, and the only current flight is via Dubai, which is 22 hours. What? I decided against. Yeah. By by Dubai, is that the only option? Yeah, (laughs) I I don't know, but they've stopped basically all um, travel to like local airports and things in France. So, um, yeah, that was the only option, Um, and it was incredibly expensive. So I just thought, you know, I've got a lot of stuff as well. Yeah, you know, might as well take it with me. So that makes total sense. Probably the the money that you would save not getting that flight, you could buy like a car and just drive it over there and then just dump it. Out of curiosity, how long was the flight? 22 hours. Yeah, if I, Dubai, I think it was quite a long stopover. I think just, been it like wouldn't take longest. that long to fly to the two destinations, but it must have been quite yeah. a long stopover. So I decided against that. And also, um, far. yeah, my brother's going to move back with me as well. So there's going to be two of us. And so I decided I'd buy a car um, and chuck everything in the back of it. So Easy I was way looking to split to... the drive as well. Yeah. Well, can have. <laughs> so to um, be fair, it's yeah, not that far. You know, he's, he's on the yeah, south coast. Yeah, it's I mean, not. No, no, seven hours drive through France or something an hour in England so you know it's, it's doable in a day but driving through France is nice though like you, yeah, you, get, you get a little you break on three or four hours in France it and it feels yeah. like 45 minutes I don't know how to drive in France yeah I mean having done it a couple of times it's, it does drag a bit but you know it's not not the end of the mm. world so you'd rather do so four some... hours in France than four hours in the UK though yeah yeah but the roads yeah. are bare at the minute yeah, I think. Yeah, but like, if you imagine the roads in UK right now, like during lockdown, that's mm-hmm. the roads in France all the time. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Glad they're being used, you know. So, what, what, what car have you bought? Uh, well, I was kind of looking at like people carriers and stuff because I was thinking I've got a lot of shit to take back. Um, and then I was sort of thinking, like, I was looking at like, I don't know, like Ford Galaxies and stuff. And I just thought, mm. you know what? I don't no, really want to drive. Like, van. 
I don't really want to drive a mum van. You know, when I, when I get over to France, it's going to be my car to use as well. So um, I found a, um, a BMW um, estate car. It's pretty nice, to be fair. Like, it's not a bad car. Three series, five series? It's a five series. Ooh. Not big, but, um, you know, me being me, I'm always on a fucking tight budget and I'm very cheap as well. So I found pretty much the cheapest one in the country. It must be quite well, old, you're, going for, you're going for haircuts and beers that cost you £16 every four to five <laughs> weeks. So that's fair enough. Yeah. But it was, it was just over two grand and it was um, in Hounslow, um, West London. And I thought, okay, fine, I'll get the, get the train up there, get the tube. You know, it is an essential journey, to be fair. You know, I need this car so I can get home. Dominic Cummings can go 260 miles to Durham. Well, you can you know, go to Hounslow. 47 miles for me, you know, it's not too bad. So, it, it, you know, got the train up there, got the tube, it's all fine. And, um, you know, I spoke to the guy before I got there and he sounded, he sounded decent, you know, told me a little bit about the car, which is all great. And then I turned up and um, as I turned up, from the train station, he was parked outside and I could see that the rear suspension was collapsed on the car. It's got like it's got air suspension and it was broken quite clearly, <laughs> which he hadn't told me in the advert. Um, and so I, I walked up to the car and, and said, hi, how's it going? Whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Not, not all the better for seeing you. Really. That back end, back um, end's looking a bit droopy, pal. What's yeah, going on there? Yeah. It's, oh, it's man, just saggy bottom on that I've one. Just had it? It, I've just had it lowered. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And um, th- th- this, um, this gentleman in question, um, didn't have any front teeth at all. He had some bottom teeth. <laughs> 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 yeah. he, to be fair, he was a very pleasant guy, but just, you just say the, he was the no the teeth definition of a sort of a Cockney Wheeler dealer sort of sort of a chap. No, he was wasn't named no, Del Boy by any chance. He actually built um, gaming computers for a, for a living um, and, and sold them. So you kind of get the sort of business. the neek vibe coming from him. But he, he so he works in IT. Um, he's, he he claims. Well, hang on. He's one. Of, he's. I can. I can. I can see the stereotype that you're going for. Yeah. But he's also got no front teeth, and he's also trying to rip people off with yep. used BMWs. The story Something gets right there. I it mean, was. It was his brother's car. A mishmash of cultures, anyway. The, I mean, this was his brother's car, and his brother had left the country. Right, so he transferred the, the, the title. One. Oh name. yeah, one of them is it? <laughs> and I said, right, <laughs> all okay, of a, all of a sudden, okay, great, yeah. to disappear. So, how, so, how so the car's broken. Has the car been involved and, in, and it's just been like it's just been transferred to your name. Okay, fine, yeah, okay, check me for a drive. Like, let's see what it's like. And um, this and the car ground out on a speed bump because the suspension was collapsed at the back. And um, and he said to me. Oh yeah, the suspension broke, and I said yes, I've noticed that. <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, this happened this morning when I went to the dump and when oh, I was getting rid of a load of stuff." And I was like, "Oh god, here we go, here's the old spiel." So, uh, look, you know, looked around the rest of the car. I said, "You know what? It, it, it is what it is." Um, you know, I kind of I researched before, and I know what it is to fix that. So I kind of had an idea in mind, mm-hmm. um, and he took me round. And did he charge you less money? Because of suspension. Well, yeah, I, I knocked some money off in the end. But when I got there, you know, the suspension was collapsed. It was a bit of a state, and it was it's it's a bit of a tatty car, to be fair. You know, it's got a few bumps and scrapes here and there. So he took it down to his mechanic and said, "I'll drop you off at the chicken shop." Who's probably one of his relatives at this point. <laughs> <laughs> was he took it off to his mechanic, and he was gone for two hours, and I was walking around Hounslow. Like not not knowing what thinking. I'm never going to see this car again. Have you already already transferred the funds at this point? No, 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 not at this point. Okay, I was going to say. And so I kept calling him. I was saying like, oh, like, how's it going? And this, and he's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 
you know, my mechanics fixing all this kind of stuff. Like, right, okay, fine. And um, oh, it, got, mate, it got to the point where... Barbaret is fucked, yeah, you need a new camber in there. Yeah, this guy's going to be a big job, mate. Probably yeah. help me take it home today. Yeah, literally. That was I said, look, you know, for a Cockney accent. If, if it was drivable, I'd take it home and give you, you know, a bit less or whatever, but it wasn't. So he spent two hours as a mechanic. I went to the chicken shop, walked around, went into the centre of the town. And, um, and then I was walking to the train station. I phoned him. I said, you know what, mate? Like, it's not worth it for me. I'm just going to go home. And, um, and he said, oh, my, my mechanics fixed it. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> As if by magic. 20, 25 minutes later, I get a phone call from him saying, oh, you'll never believe what's happened. I've been stopped by the police. And I was like, sorry, you were sorry. <laughs> so he's been pulled over by the police as well. On top of all of this, like the car going wrong, everything else. It being a piece of shit, he's been stopped by the How police. How many like, like, right, signs do you need? What were you stop? What were you stopped for? And he was like, "Oh, I was." They said I was messing about on my phone at the traffic light, and I was like, "Right, okay, I was just just come and pick me up." At this point, I was by the, I was at the train station, ready to get a train home. I couldn't pick my phone up because they had me pint in one hand and me That's sandwich in the other. Like, yeah, a pint and a cigarette in in a hand each. Like, I was just like, right, just come and see me. I can't be asked to get the train home. I'll take it off you, and I'll give you a couple hundred quid less, and I'll fix it myself. So basically, I took. Why didn't you say that at the start? Well, he wanted to try and fix it before I left and get get the asking price, or whatever. So, um, I mean, in the end, I got I got a bit of money off. And then, as I drove it home, I realised it had quite a few more problems than he let on. Things like also on the test drive as well. I said, "Is there anything else I need to know about? You know, the suspension's broken. Is there anything else?" And he said, "No, everything works." And then I and then I went to turn the air conditioning on. He said, "Oh yeah, apart from that." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Right, okay." Anything else? So I was like, I was desperately trying to try everything I could, like to make sure everything worked. And on the test drive, it was okay. And then I drove it home and um, got it got it back to Brighton. And um, it, it like between between Hounslow and Brighton, I realised the the gearbox is fucking clunky like it's automatic and it just like jerks between gears like fucking like hell like it's fine when it's warm but when the car's cold it's like all over the place so the gearbox is on its way out as well so basically i've bought a clapped up car from hounslow and it took me it was like a six hour round trip in the end and you're willing to dive into what you spent on this so now i wish i got a plane to dubai basically so yeah you spent so you spent 1800 quid on a car that mostly it doesn't was, work it's more than 1800 quid but yeah okay you spent more than 1800 18, quid on 18, a car that mostly doesn't work yeah is that 18 much, yeah. more 1800 on the car and more for fit for it being fixed or no no it's like it's like 2200 for the car it's probably gonna be like another 500 or so to fix oh, man i'm i'm so, oh, man so i mean it is what it is. I but, want to say there's some yeah. there's some signs out there. You know when you see red flags and you just think, yeah, yeah, just going to keep going. Yeah, I'm yeah. Going. <laughs> after the fourth or the fifth one, I, I have no sympathy for you. I'm sorry. I think if you can't if you can't take care of your own teeth, you're probably not going to take care of your <laughs> <laughs> you're Probably just where it's going to be. So we have advice to all. Dolly, before you've even got in the car, there's two red flags <laughs> yeah. for one. Like one, the back end is just limped. And also the bloke looks like he's just come like, directly from a scrap to try and... At what point... Do you, apart from that, it's fucking I mean, great. 
I, I wouldn't say it would have been unreasonable to come out, have a look, and just turn around and go back into the train yeah. station at this point. The, 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 the other trouble I had was... Just say you're tube. off to the loo and just go... Yeah. Like, <laughs> hop, hop the gate and go back and go back to Brighton. Message us with like a safe word saying, yeah. right, listen, boys, I need <laughs> I you to ring done. me saying there's been an emergency and saying yeah. that you need to come straight yeah. back. The, the the only thing that was kind of stopping me from getting the train back is that the the the, the tubes are on a limited service at the moment. Oh, so you would have been sat at the platform <laughs> in Hounslow by myself with not a lot of money. Well, I suppose the money to buy the car, but I would have just spent it on getting home. What are you on about? You got you got twenty two hundred quid in cash on you, brothers? Hounslow, you're <laughs> yeah. fine. <laughs> so yeah, that was my car oh, story. Yeah. I'm not. If anyone awesome. wants any any second hand car buying advice, don't come to yeah. me. Yeah, um, I'm. Not, you know what? I'm not going to knock buying a car at this point because I've, I mean it's not going to be for a while. But I'm thinking it's like when I eventually do get a car again, I will do miss driving. But uh, yeah, living in central London is not exactly the best. I don't know. Like it's, it's nice having a car, but it's just that like always having oh, it so head is a fear it's going to break or oh, like, so, get a fine or something. Just it's so many expenses. It well. So so much money. But I mean, yeah. my my next vehicle I think is going to be like a like a van. Like a proper like Ford Transit or Toyota van, yeah, yeah, like a proper like Why? convert convert out a bit and go travelling in it. It's good, oh, yeah, it's, a little bit pimp my ride vibes, is it? Yeah, it does everything you need. It's good on the mileage. They're quite reliable cars. Ste- I, have you heard of stealth camping? No, no. Oh, okay, my co- so my camping. cousin does stealth camping. So he okay. he was at uni, and mm. instead of paying for rent, is that a posh word for squatting? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it he, sounds he like he bought like an old transit. No, squatting's in a house. He bought a transit, like with <laughs> no windows or nothing. Squatting. <laughs> and he put like a bed and a fucking like mini portable toilet in it and everything. Oh, and to be fair, instead of paying for rent, he lived in a van for a year. Like, yeah, there's a guy that we know. I wouldn't live. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't live in it. But it'd, it'd be one of those where it's like I'd like to do like a road trip around France and just make yeah, it cheap, live, nice. sleep out the van and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, we've thought of doing this, haven't we, as a group? Potentially. We, I remember putting it in the group. Uh, I remember saying in the group chat one day, should we go and do Le Mans? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Hugo suggested making it a Top Gear challenge of basically buying a car each for under a grand and doing it that way. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden I was a lot less keen. No, I think that's better. better under better, 500 right? quid then. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Le good until good. you... Until you break down, like next to some sh- chateau yeah. in the middle of France, in the middle of France, where no one speaks about. English, and you just go uh, car kaput, and then you're by the side of the road for it. <laughs> it's pretty similar. Like, you'd, yeah, it's a massive injury race on one, on like a on a knackered car. True, but then I also like you are if you're not mechanically inclined, and it's hard. But uh, how like, likely would you be exciting. to pick up one of us lot if we said, yeah, no, the car's <laughs> knackered, like I'm um, literally I'm in some random town and I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Three I'll be, honest, I'll be honest, the, the odds are pretty low of me picking one of you boys up. True. Yeah. Thing is, so I hope it's a similar sort of level, otherwise I'd just Yeah, that's the, the um, that's the car story. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of like vans and stuff, they last forever. Like they're so reliable. As uh, it's being told the other day, it's like apparently like people come over, buy use like Toyota vans with like 200,000 miles on, yeah. and ship them back, uh, ship them back over on the cheap. Really? It, they just last for they just last for donkeys. Well, yeah. If you know how transit to fix, as like, well, little which parts are well cheap. Fine. Yeah. 
Labour's very cheap as well, of course. Like in England, it's not. If you're taking yeah. a garage, it costs a fucking arm and a leg. But I think it's like the yeah. more the more complicated of a car you get these days, the more it's going to cost. Like you know, I swear it's like in a lot of modern cars, you got to like completely remove a lot of the interior, or at least get like get around just to fix something very simple. You know, personally yeah. make it more expensive so they can get the fucking money out. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to blind you with knowledge or anything, but um, yeah, there's a lot of computing power in a car these days. Like, it's, it's, oh, not, it's not just like the nuts and bolts of it. It's a lot of, um, oh, a lot yeah, of all the uh, engine software system and stuff like that. It's crazy yeah. complex. And the yeah. fact that you can just diagnose faults just by like sticking a probe in and it just goes, yeah, now you've this part. That sensor on that thing's broken. Yeah. Anyway, should we put something so, in the bin? This podcast has gone way too like in detail into cars it's basically turned into a podcast that I was it's all right through the power of dreaming like. through the power of editing sam will make that into a two minute segment yeah, perfect, yeah. <laughs> 90 seconds if you're lucky yeah, perfect so this week's bin submission comes from uh two girls know very well uh and they've been very very positive about the podcast so thank I you i don't to know the pair of them. Well, uh, take bin submission i know so, them you don't. No, I know of them. I've met them. I was going to say, you've both met them. Yeah. 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 I've met a lot of people. So, <laughs> I hope long... so. <laughs> <laughs> long story short, they they get quite passionate about the food. They have an Instagram page. I know Luke, you've got one as well. Uh, and they, they have Luke very... Give me a follow. They have very strong opinions on certain foods. And one of those foods is sandwich thins. Now, firstly, do the pair of you know what a sandwich thin is? I do know what a sandwich thin is. I mean, I did have a Google of it before, but maybe it's worth describing to them. For essentially, like, correct me if I'm wrong, like little long rectangular bready crackers. Which uh, No, yeah, they're not cracker-like at like all. That's a good description. I mean, they look like a cracker, but they're, they're very like, um, they're very doughy. And oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean by doughy crackers. Oh, no, you mean like the squares. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I mean the squares. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about. I don't know what these are. I would say similar to a kind of pita bread sort of constituents. Okay, I maybe, actually was going to come constituency into is it? So? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I actually like them. <laughs> Consistency. I'm not, I'm not ironically, <laughs> something we never fucking have on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, do you know the reasoning why they want to put them in the bin? So they feel very strongly about them about they don't taste very nice and they shouldn't be That's anywhere near anyone's plate of food no now, I, I completely disagree nah, completely disagree if you're having like mass-produced bread i think it's just as good as any other like it's like it's decent and it's a you know it's, if you like crust great it's all crust bread just for crust though no that's true that's odd <laughs> no no but then they're, they're not crusty like though they're they're literally like they're soft and they're quite soft like they're yeah. soft and moist they're lovely i don't know what you're on about i think i think you may people maybe quantify them wrongly and that's that they're they're not a, they're not a meal they're a snack have that with like a bit of cucumber a bit of bit of that like no um, i would use it instead of bread so are you thinking open sandwich vibe rather than oh like, no don't get like mate mate just get rid of open sandwiches. They're shit. Yeah, I, don't, what's don't wrong buy... with an open sandwich? A sandwich, a sandwich includes, includes sandwich is li- the, lit- the literal definition of a sandwich is something that's like has two 
entities on the end of it and you can cut it's, it like it's, it it's closer to a slice of a slice of toast than it is a sandwich no yeah. if you don't toast the bread you fucking maverick i mean like how well, what is it with floppy bread like yeah most open sandwiches bread. i've had are all well, are all toasted and you know, yeah but it's I not a not a, ri- a written rule is it I think it probably is somewhere. I might look up I mean, the definition of sandwich right now. To be honest, I mean, I, f- I feel like it's not toasting your buns on um on a burger. Like you know, you can have an untoasted bun, but a toasted bun just makes it you know a hundred times better. Mm. Let me read you the definition not of a having... sandwich. I've got it here yeah. right now. Here we go. Okay. Definition of a sandwich: an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with a filling between them, eaten as a light meal. Ah, this is where you two forget. Two pieces you of go. bread. There's another piece of bread mysteriously somewhere in the world which belongs to that open sandwich that is a very poor man sandwich so well well, hang on i think if you were to have two slices of bread with the same filling on the top but separate on a plate that would fulfill that criteria would it not yeah, but you're just going to have one. No, it really says, it says enclosed. Like one oh, half sandwich. Okay, fair Hugo's enough. definition said enclosed. Like, that's the, like, the, yeah, the, but the prerogative. Hugo's definition with, of with, with a lot of stuff is just plain wrong. <laughs> a sandwich can be a verb as well, apparently. Hugo's definition of a satisfactory haircut last podcast with a man bun. So In, Verb, insult. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm going to move it back to, obviously, bread fins, because that's... Open oh, sandwiches, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not, I'm putting open sandwiches in the bin myself because just out of they're just wrong, just okay. out of principle. They're just yeah, wrong, but because fine. because it's a dedicated fan yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Sandwich I'm gonna fins. sandwich fins. I'll eat them if they're in a house. You know, if some, you know, if like my parents or whatever, if they were there, fine, I'll eat them. Am I ever reaching for it? No. You know, it, my, I'm walking down Tesco in the you know in the bread aisle. Am I, look, am I picking up sandwich fins? It's probably, you know, bottom third of, of decisions. Yeah, I would agree. I would no. never I would never buy them out of choice, but in a pinch, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm not going to think. Do you think, com- gonna, do you think sandwich thins have less calories than a normal slice of bread, though? I thought that was mm. like their whole marketing thing. Is it? I, th- I, th- I think it is. I'm not 100% sure, but... Yeah, otherwise literally why, what why, is the point why a massive unless that's what again, unless that's what their point is of the fact that there's uh, there's just no upside to them whatsoever so from my um very brief research a sandwich thin has about 94 calories in yeah it. i see that as well and a slice okay. of bread 233 okay which is for cute. what slice of bread well, I typed in sandwich slice calorie, which is not the best way to search it, but so I could have typed in slice. Sorry, you said sandwich slice rather than bread. <laughs> so I, I can't. Calorie in the, No, no, no. Of bread so calorie. It's, it's per 100 grams 32. of Oh, that comes 32. Slice mm, bread. Maybe it's not it's, then. Wait, it's 32 calories uh, for a slice of bread. for a slice of bread, yeah. So, so sandwich it's literally that's pointless. avoided that whole argument then. It's not to do with health or anything. It's not okay. In which case, egg. I'm now I'm more inclined to put them in the bin now that it's, there's no. I'm absolutely I'm inclined, I'm inclined to put them in the bin because it's just one of those decisions. Like why? Yeah. You know, because I thought that that was their whole deal of oh yeah, they're they're slightly less. You know, they're lighter than bread. They have less calories. I would do it for taste. Or whatever. It's a viable alternative. Um, if it, yeah, as I'm it transpires, that's not even an advantage. Then yeah, yeah, bin them. Yeah, but Hugo, yeah. if you're doing it for taste, like 
I'm going to buy an actual bread I like. Like I like taste focaccia. and texture. You know. Yeah, yeah, if I want taste and texture, I'm buying focaccia. Focaccia is god tier bread. Oh, focaccia. Yeah. yeah. Or focaccia. Nah, okay. Now it's focaccia. He's trying to be fancy. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Right. For, right. For the fact that I'm, make, I'm making a decision here. Fact that uh, that like they have more calories than a slice of bread. I'm putting them in the bin. If you have learned anything from this podcast today. Be it that sandwich fins are utterly pointless because they are they're also smaller than normal slices of bread. I don't understand how that works. It's, it's literally so, so, much smaller, so much smaller, so much thinner, and more yeah. calories. Yeah. Well, so there's probably a load of sugar and like more calories. It tastes nice, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was brown bread we compared it to. White bread might be like a bit more calorific. I don't know. Utterly pointless. Yeah. In my book. So yeah, no fair. Slice enough. of white bread's thirty-two calories. When you don't eat the crust of a bread, uh, it's actually what? yeah. I know why was that the default? <laughs> one, slice, one slice of bread, medium like cut, is about sixty-six calories. So for a sandwich, why? they are they when are crust they not eat, twelve grams of something. Hey, hey. twelve. Uh, the crust weighs twelve grams. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Well, it's like it's, it's like the more odd. it's more dense part, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I suppose well, so, yeah. I don't know that much about baking, to be it's honest. Bit, to be honest, like, for that little indifference in calories, like you know, you miss, you you probably you could probably save that many calories by spreading half a amount of butter on it. You just know, do a couple of laps in your kitchen while you're making a sandwich. Yeah, a couple Sorted. of squats. You know. Exactly. It's fine. You want an extra sandwich? Twenty burpees, mate. Crack on. <laughs> two unfittest people I've ever met in my life. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I can run ten meters. Before <laughs> I get offended any long any more. Let's in fact ironically, let's move on to sport. Yeah. Oh right, okay. This right, is the part so, I'm gonna go so, I'm gonna go mute for a little while. You, you two chat amongst yourselves. You can, you can another drink. Chime in with your opinions or something. One thing, yeah. you know, sports back on the tables, boys. I've been watching the UFC. It's been starting around like half 11 of the first fight in the UK um, like PM in, in the UK mm. you know and is it being streamed from the States yeah but I mean I'm not paying for it yeah you fair know. enough uh, com. you know whatever, whatever streaming service you use to connect unofficial, I, spo- <laughs> unofficial sponsor of this week's <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's, it's great to have, mate, honestly it's great to have spot on the table Bundesliga is back I've not actually watched Bundesliga any Bundesliga is back you, Sam's got his team as well that he's supporting so um, all the boys in our house uh, and one of the other guys that we work with we've, we've each got a team we're each following it I still need uh, to choose mine mine so cool. is Bayer Leverkusen they're currently third in the table after two wins from two since I've supported them so you do the maths on that one big um, season huge season uh, they've got a nickname called the Tablet Twisters, which I'm a big fan of. <laughs> uh, in, so in this house, we've got uh, we've got Leverkusen, we've got Cologne, we've got Schalke, uh, and we've got Hoffenheim, yeah. uh, which is a good little mix. And then we've got Union Berlin from uh, another one of the boys as well, uh, which is quite nice. I think we're probably going to, well, try and do some sort of like fantasy football, £20 buy-in some sort how of many games in the season are left oh who cares four F- I, I don't know fancy football over five games count me in why you not know. 20 pound buy-in got nothing else to high do. stakes exactly high yeah. risk high reward 
So that's back on. It's weird watching football with no fans in the stadium, though. Well, I say no. Mate, fans. UFC was weird. The first fight whoever came out on like on the so first night the UFC back up. I'm not a UFC fan. It was just the only thing that was on. And I was just crazy. No, you're more boxing over UFC. I'm right? more boxing. We'll come on to that in a bit. But the first person who came out in UFC uh, after obviously the, hi- the COVID hiatus comes out. Obviously, there's no there's you know no fans in the arena, minimal staff in um, like where they actually are. He comes out blaring. I think it was. Um, I think it was a song from The Greatest Showman. Christ. And like the other side, and he's just coming out, clapping and cheering, you know, like pretending to rile up the crowd, like even like pointing out to people and saying, you're, you're like, you're the guy, oh, I love you and everything. I was just like, that's quite funny. Just had to, it was just funny. It was like, it was just like, po- like cheering up an empty stadium. It was just great. I bet tell, that. Tell you what though, it was, I actually kind of like having the sport with no uh, no crowd because really you, yeah mate you can hear everything you can hear the corners shouting to the, like um, to all the players you can really? you can you can hear everything going off in the arena it just That's adds it just adds a whole new level but then you can hear like MMA glove on flesh which can't be a nice noise for anyone um, no but it does add to, like you are watching a combat sport like I'm not expecting to listen to, to like a bit of tennis ball being hit. Am I like Wait, you'll probably see? Yeah. I bet you. I bet you'll see it in football. You'll you'll hear more of the players screaming across the pitch. Yeah, you do hear quite a lot, and uh, also like the, the, bench, the benches and stuff, and the managers. Yeah. So these okay. teams are they still like traveling across the world to do these matches in different places? There's just no crowds. Uh, well, it's a uh, it's domestic league, so they're they're still oh. traveling. I assume they get. Uh, so basically, they're all having a staycation. Well, that's what they always. Well, no, I guess they kind of they trans they get transported to a hotel that's like been sanitized before they get there. Yeah, and they have kind of strict um, guidelines. Yeah, um, well, this is this is like the, this is the issue up with prostitutes and shit food. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Can the Germans have decent food, that. to be fair. Um, I will say though, it's like not sure about the prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, this is football, as we're talking about. <laughs> Wags. <laughs> to be fair, one right, of them, yeah. uh, one of them did get in trouble for it the other day. One of the um, uh, really, uh, I think it was a Man City. Was it a Man City player? Yeah, I think it was Carl. Oh, I think it was Carl Walker, who um, during the lockdown, like this, a, a few weeks ago as well, like when the rules were still pretty intense, kind of pretty intense, exactly. And he literally just had like two strippers just turn up at his house. Fuck's sake! What is wrong with people? I swear. But the thing is, like the Premier and Championship, we're having a hard time figuring out how to get the how to get the sport back up and running. Because mm. it's all just how do you you know how many people are involved? You got, you well, know, loads of players have... tested positive for um, yeah. COVID in the Premier League, but one of the Bournemouth players has got it. They're not going to really? obviously they're not going to tell you who it is, but yeah. but it's like you somebody can't... there's got it. Somebody at Watford's got it. Um, well, funnily enough, nobody at Nottingham Forest. I know they're obviously they're in the champion. Um, who were they? But, huh? Who were they? You know who they are. Shut up. Nottingham. Nah, I've never heard of them. Fuck off. I didn't realise pub none football of was back on the telly. But I was enough. like, what I was telling you is that none of, I saw an article, it's like, no one at Nottingham Forest has said a positive. And if you, you know. Apart from the chairman. Apart from the, apart from the owner, this was like in the first week when games were still on. Turned, you know, he came in and I was reading articles like, you know, they, they were shaking his hand like four four times that day, and nobody in the club has tested positive or had signs that they've or, or had signs they've had it. And I'm just like, how? Maybe they've you know, built up an immunity for it you know, in some sort me- of weird way. Yeah, because there's a bit of a deviation. Um, didn't from... one of the Arsenal players get it? 
yeah, potentially they, well, from that Forest game. Yeah, well, this is the thing. They played Arsenal played Olympiacos, uh, and they got it from Mount Maranakis. Also owns Olympiacos. Oh, I see. You know, so okay. in a roundabout way, we Forest fucked up the Premier League. First time in twenty years. What thirty years? <laughs> I was I was gonna say I know it's a bit of a deviation from uh, football and football league whatever you guys are interested in but mm. speaking about coronavirus I think everyone's probably come into contact with someone who's had it even if they hadn't had it mm. themselves like chances are if you work in a shop or work in a customer facing it's gotta be like, near that point surely, now, surely. you've yeah. met someone who's just, got it or has the symptoms of it or I, something you know what I mean like some I just don't think it's as obviously it's still bad and. My heart goes out for everyone who's who's had it and lost somebody because of it, but I don't think it's been as bad as what we initially thought. Which I don't know. It's a very difficult one to judge. Like forty-seven thousand mm. deaths, or whatever, in the UK. And oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not know, saying that's. I'm not. But it's absolutely you know, vile. In, in a population of sixty-four you million, you know, it's, either, is it? It, no. it is relatively small. But um, like I was looking, there's something I read the other day, and it was like, I think an article on the time, they were predicting like 6.9% of the population have already had it. Really? Oh. You know, and so if that is true, know. then the death, you know, the death rate's nowhere near as bad as what we, what we thought it was. Yeah. And we're closer yeah. to the normality than we actually think. Anyway, bringing the us off that topic and bringing Sorry, us back, yeah, back, to, back, back, to the back, to, back to the sport. Yeah, it's remember like, this is called the escape room, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm looking forward to having box like having the boxing back on. We're, I think Hearn's predicting Eddie Hearn, you know, one of the one of the owners of Matchroom, is predicting yeah. to have the boxing back on by July, and his plan for it is incredible. Obviously, getting boxing back up it logistically is a lot easier than football because how many players do you have in a team and have in a team in football? You got oh I know 11, I know it's eleven, it's eleven, but also you got your bench. Uh, subs, they've mate. separated the, the the weird thing about the benches or certainly in the Bundesliga is that they've put them like in the stands and they've put them like four or five seats away from one another yeah but surely we're going to have to come on okay. oh yeah well, this, uh, I don't, you get I five don't... subs now as well anyway, because of Covid so potentially 32 players a game madness anyway what I'm what what I meant is is that obviously there are less people involved in terms of in terms of a team and getting fights on and Hearn's plan is actually pretty insane I was listening to Froch on fighting uh, Carl Froch also from Nottingham big up uh, essentially Hearn's going to have a massive Not garden well. going to have a small garden party on his massive mansion in Essex you've got a hotel at the bottom of the road um, on the Tuesday before fight around the Tuesday before fight night apparently details still being ironed out who knows by the time this is out we could have had the first bout already this is boxing, right? This is boxing. Yeah. yeah. Welcome um, back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fighters and teams arrive on a Tuesday. They get, they get tested the second we get in there. They then spend 24 hours in isolation. For COVID in or like doping? For or co- no, no, no. Well, COVID, but might as well test for doping at the same time yeah. in my eyes. Um, yeah. They get te- they get. They get tested for COVID, then spend 24 hours in isolation whilst they await their results. If you get, if you test positive for COVID, you get kicked out. Like, there's no questions about it. You're out of camp. You can't interact with anyone. If you test wow. negative, you're allowed to like enter like the COVID-free area where everybody who's negative. So you can, so obviously, because they've all been tested and been in isolation and not had it sit and not been able to catch it since, they can all interact with each other. Yeah. And you've literally all they've got on this massive 
like estate is the boxing ring the, the presenters like a little training camp um the, like the judges table and that that's it but he's yeah. trying to make it like an atmosphere they're probably going to spice it up with loads of pyrotechnics they want to make it like an event and a show it's going to be on like, be on like once a week and him was the, make it like wrestlemania mate yeah, massive entrances just gonna, like I believe they're going to be so around the ring with just random people. Oh, I mean, you can't do that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but yeah, not random people. Okay, fair enough. But um, it's like yeah, in hindsight, probably one of the worst possible the, things you do. Rumors are the bodies are only allowing them to have like five fights um, on a yeah. night. So it's and it's like obviously I'm going to pay for it. I'm probably going to pay for everyone. Yeah, be honest, honest time as well. Oh, yeah, because like UK, right UK boxing starts at eight, you know, seven, eight o'clock. Yeah, rather than quality. like 2 a.m. or something, when it's all from be, Vegas or whenever it is. Yeah, all going to be quality fights, all going to be absolutely brilliant. I can't wait. I have a question. What's up? Um, it's not coronavirus related, it's boxing related. Okay, um, shoot. This, this one's for you, uh, mainly Luke, but what's the benefit of a boxer doing doping? Because it's not like, it's not an endurance sport like cycling where that can actually improve your like endurance. Um, strength. Really. Focus. No, it's, is it it's, for strength? It's a lot what's, of strength. what's the point of doing it just before a match though? Because surely you accrue all the strength before, like in your training. Sure. Quick gains in it. Why, why does any, why, why do weightlift, why would weightlifters use steroids and stuff? Because, well, because they use it for months, months and months and then gain up the strength to do the bodybuilding. Yeah, but, oh yeah, but boxers are also using it for months and months. They don't just use it at once. Yeah, but I don't know. Boxing's not like, I don't know. I don't attribute it to like huge strength. It's more it's not, poison. It's, it's like also a lot of stamina as well. It just, well how long does a boxing just, match go on for though? Like 30 seconds? Well, a, no, a professional twelve rounds of how long? Twelve three. Well, a prof- a like champion a championship bout will last twelve three minute rounds. So, oh, I know nothing with about a, with a, with a brown, with a with a minute break in between. So the whole f- yeah from start to end, it's going to be about fifty minutes. Yeah. Uh, so quite well, a while. Obviously, if it goes, know, the like, if it goes, the yeah, if it goes well, to diff- if it goes a distance, and yeah, don't want to be knocked Bo- out. The boxing, I suppose, is not like. Well, I don't know. Doping obviously doesn't help you with being repeatedly punched in the face or anything, does it? It's just like, it is just for strength. I don't know. Just crush nine cans of Stella before you go out there and you're just immune yeah. to pain, aren't you? Yeah, you would think so. And after I mean, nine cans of Stella, you'd probably get a bit fighty anyway. Probably help you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, no, but I was just wondering what the actual effects of doping were for actual for, for boxers because it's, I don't know, like the sport. I, I, just, I think it just, it depends, just think on, to others, depends so. on what you take. A lot, if they're all performance and it's, the performance enhancing drugs aren't they so i don't know what do they know. normally test positive for i don't know i don't follow that side of it i know dillian white there was there was traces of it in one of his last fights and there was calls for him to have an investigation under um but i mean i assume he'd take it more for like strength because he's a heavyweight there's no limits to your weight and he's a huge yeah. guy to be fair dillian, yeah. Mr. dillian white great boxer but he's huge uh, I, I like bo- see what, I like um, boxing. What John Jones um, <laughs> tested positive for the UFC fighter? Um, What's EFC? Oh, explain he, UFC, the ultimate uh, fighting champion. Wow, he tested positive for. Oh, this is in 2015. You're enthusiastic, mate. He oh, tested positive for basically oh, yeah, a it. derivative of cocaine. So, yeah, 
not yeah, what I expected at all. And then he well, gives you energy. positive for clomiphene, which is anti-estrogen, and right. an aromatase inhibitor, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, I don't know what aromatase. That is. aromatase. Uh, hormone and metabolic modulators, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it just helps him get yeah, into anyone shape with a medical degree watching, please tell us what the fuck. Yeah, we might put them in the bin. <laughs> what, steroids? <laughs> just all performance enhancing drugs. I feel like they should probably already, but well, it depends <laughs> what sport you play, because like, if you play darts, like three pints is performance enhancing. So <laughs> not putting that in the bin. Are you going to tell us a bit about darts then, um, Samuel? Surely um, the darts is an easy sport to come back, like. How do you mean? Well, you don't need come back. Oh, yeah, there's um, there's stuff on at the moment. So oh, there's cool. um, they're doing a live stream from various players' houses. So you basically <laughs> set up a webcam next to your board that you usually practice on, but you're playing against someone else in their house. And there's been they've <laughs> called it basically called it the PDC Home Tour. So they've had like uh, groups of four professionals do a round, a round robin every day. They've had um, I think they've had thirty two of those. And like the winners are, that are now in like a tournament, like a knockout tournament to determine who is like the winner of the home tour. But yeah, like darts is one of the few sports that's pretty much not been unaffected, but it's been, there's been some sort of live content for quite a while, to be honest. I mean, I'd be amazed if there wasn't because it, let's be honest, it doesn't really involve much, there's not much contact in it, is there? No. Well, the, the oh, fact that no. kind of, because obviously everyone practices at home anyway, everyone's going to have a board up. So <laughs> yeah, but just, all you've got to do of, is point a camera at it and you're fine. What sort of professional dart player doesn't have a dart board? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't there, know, I just, a, there was a guy who... Um, dart players are just so, so entertaining. Like, I just imagine like a couple of Burks in some shitty t-shirts with like zebra print curtains in their houses just practicing darts on the wall. Like, <laughs> Hang on, it's not, it's not, Sam. When it's you, not an athlete sport, is it? Let's be honest. When you when you run uh, the day after a few beers, depends, you what, depends what you've defined by what is an athlete sport. Because I agree, there's not a lot of physical exertion done oh, whilst here's, playing. Here's, However, you play solidly for an hour and then tell me you're not tired after, and I'll show you what a liar looks like. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to give me that, if you're going to give me that excuse, then esports are sports as well. Yeah, I agree. No. Training. I don't think, like, personally... The amount of focus and stuff you've got to have for stuff like that yeah. is... I, I get do, the exertion, there's doping in esports. Is there? I, get, I yeah. get the exertion, but I think anyone can train no. themselves to work hard or to play hard at a game. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's not running a marathon, though, is it? Or it's not running a sprint for 100 metres. Not everyone can no, do that. No, but it that. takes a lot of mental, mental ability and reactions and consistency. That's, you know, it depends what you quantify a sport as. And personally, I, you know, I, I would put esports and darts and snooker and pool, shooting even into their own category. Mm. When uh, does a hobby uh, become a sport, though? I think that's the, that's the line for me between... As you yeah. say, darts and shooting. I've and had this conversation with quite a few people and like they're almost surprised when I immediately concede that darts isn't a sport. Yeah, I think a lot like, of they sort of they assume because reasonable. I've got an interest in it and because I play it and watch it quite a lot that I, I must think it's a sport. Yeah. The uniform is a sport, didn't it? Isn't I couldn't yeah. give a shit whether it's um a sport or not. I enjoy playing it and it makes no odds to me. No. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's fair bloody enough. hard though. 
Oh yeah, mate. I'm, of, I'm to be, it's a very difficult. It's a very easy game to play. It's a very difficult game to play. Well, yeah, learning. I yeah. think it's one of those insane learning curve, and it's, it's what you just need to put loads and loads of hours in, and there's not mm. much payoff. I don't think, unless you're proper into it. Yeah, do the dart, do the do the top darts guys earn a good living from it? They do, don't they? Pretty much. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. you win. Yeah. I think you win if you to win the world championships, you win five hundred thousand pounds. Fuck hell! Most How of the many major, tor- most of the major televised tournaments uh, probably have a top prize of a hundred k. There's probably about nine or ten, ten of them a year. Thinking about it, uh, yeah. But how many darts a, players are there? Uh, one hundred twenty-eight professionals the... in England. Uh, across Europe, well, across the, okay. the world, actually. In terms of, I don't Do want to get too. I don't want to get too in detail because we will have lost a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Where don't they play darts, Sam? Um, well, different different places have different systems. So, like, there'll be an Asian tour, an Australasian tour. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd have to travel. In Venezuela, about. it's the same same board though, same format and everything. Uh, well, you can, there's the same board in terms of layout. Yeah, there's don't, don't what you would call like what we though. would call darts in the UK is with steel tip, whereas yeah. in uh, oh, quite a lot of the US way. and quite a lot of Asia, they have electronic boards where the oh, okay. the yeah, t- tips of the darts are soft. Yeah. Not a big fan of those. I must must. No, I played I played like some brief career some plastic tip thing mm. in Porto. That was a gr- mate, that was that was a great bar that me and my mates went to there. Fifty cent beers. But like little two hundred mil bottles, you just absolutely unbelievable. Having like, yeah, I love twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it's like having like shots of absinthe and I think it's like moonshine or some local spirit in one of them. absolutely brutal. That was a big. Anyway, they had this like dartboard where it's just like plastic tips and I don't know how to describe it. And after shots of the electronic boards are so shit they are bad. They are bad. Yeah. I swear, literally, like it's designed to bounce off the board. Pretty. It's much. because the Americans have to cater to more stupid people. Yeah, that is true. Uh, that, that can be less. That's why it does all the maths for them as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, like you get. Um, you know the, you know the film Wall- You know the film and, Wally. Yes. The film, the film Wally. I know where is Wally? The books? No, uh, Wally. Oh, Wally! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the robot. robot. You know yeah, how? Yeah. You know how? It's like it predicts the future, and it? it's like all the American, all the yeah. Americans in their like reclining sofas, just like on a space cruise on a spa- ship. On a spaceship, yeah. yeah. But that's you know, starts off with electronic dartboards, ends in reclining. Like, <laughs> reclined as you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit scary. You can throw a dart from that position, though, so I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I reckon we should probably wrap this episode up. Yeah, potentially. Uh, probably as, as, as always, we've drifted from topic to topic in a way that only we seem to be able to do. Uh, so, wow. yeah, just to recap, we've had oh, we've had a chat about sports. And darts, because darts isn't a sport. Don't forget. Are you not going to do it in a chronological order? No, nah, we'll go. No, no, we'll no. go reverse chronological. I'm feeling fruity. Why not? Go on then. Uh, we put sandwich things in the bin. Shout out to the two girls. You know who you are. Uh, and girls, what do we even start off with? Uh, it was Hugo's car, mate. Hugo's car. Uh, and the Hounslow. Do you know what, what was his name? Gangster with no teeth. What was his name? Yeah, let's out him. I on want to give podcast. him a big shout. 
So, I mean, to be fair, I, mate, I, he sold you a shit car. I bet it's called Chopper or something, isn't he? I'll, I'll tell him, I'll, I'll tell you the name that he told me. It's not his real name because I've seen the registration. Of course it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> he told me he was called Gus. Of course. What's his actual name? I, I, won't, I won't say that on the podcast. He's not going to come to your house. <laughs> Probably doesn't have internet. <laughs> he, can't, he can't drive there now. You've robbed his car. <laughs> he builds computers for a living. I think he knows the internet. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So yeah, Gus. Hopefully he's listening to this podcast. And Gus from Hounslow, if you're listening. Big up, Gus from Hounslow. All right, mate. Right. Well, fair play. It's been a pleasure as always, chaps. And uh, yeah, I will yeah, catch you well, guys. This is the only time I managed to speak to you. So, sorry. I want to give. I want to apologise to our fans for the huge delay in a uh, in between episodes. Oh, yeah, I've been busy. One that's one so member been, has uh, been has been life. It's been living oh life God. in lockdown. I think I we're all partially to blame, but oh. Hugo significantly oh, more I, so. What have I done? I honestly don't know. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a busy time. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll make sure we record the next podcast within the next four weeks as well. Um, <laughs> so at least we can do. Really, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if we if we get another hundred followers, maybe in the next three weeks. How many? Wait, we surely don't even have a hundred yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that would be that would be a nice. Always sign, the optimist, yeah. Hugo. Indeed. Yeah, we'll catch you then. Yeah, I feel like we need to set up an email for uh, the fan submission of a bin. Hugo's bin at gmail dot com. See if anyone's got it. <laughs> if not, buy it off them because that shit is priceless. Yeah. <laughs> it's gold dust. Right. Anyway. Right. See you guys later. See you later. Bye.